get the mic. Honey, I've got something to say. Ooh, I like that. Can you turn that up for me? No, like, it's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj. What's up, what's up? It's your girl, Maj, and we are back with another episode of Ex Maj, the podcast, where I am spilling all the real tea. So I just want to open this episode a little differently. I want to open this episode with a moment of silence um, for the fallen Aggie. His name was Terrence Christian, um, and he sadly passed away on Monday. And although I did not know him personally, his life has impacted so many people. Um, and I don't know if your school was anything like mine, whether you went to a HBCU or a PWI, but A&T really instilled the essence of family. Um, and you know, a lot of times people always joke about, you know, Aggies and people that went to A&T about how we don't know how to let it go. Or, you know, we're always hanging out with A&T people and so on and so forth. And it's not just a, a colleague or a college mate or classmate. It's, it's, it's not just that we're not our relationships are not just limited to that our relationships are built on family dynamics and so like I said I didn't know him personally but when you're an Aggie and something happens to another Aggie like you feel it as if you know that person personally um and I mean it's it's serious I mean like you can move across the country and if you know you can connect with an Aggie and they will give you a place to stay, let you eat their food, you know, show you around, give you tours, they will take care of you. Um, that's just really what Aggies do. And so I just want to take a quick moment of silence here for Terrence and all of the fallen Aggies that we've lost this year. Um, and my prayers just go to his family. My condolences go to his family, his friends, his loved ones, and all the Aggies his line brothers, everybody who is hurting right now. So quick moment of silence. Thank y'all so much for understanding. And I just want to say, you know, cherish your loved ones, cherish your loved ones, cherish your friends, your family, um, you know, give people their roses while they are still here. Check on your friends. You know, a lot of times people are like, oh, the last conversation I had, you know, with Terrence or the last co conversation I had with such and such was this, was this, was this. Make sure that your last conversation ended on a positive note. And so yesterday I was calling some of my friends, you know, just to check on them. And two of my faves I talked to for a while, you guys know who you are. We were on group FaceTime and we talked for hours. Oh my gosh, we talked for so long. I mean, I was in the middle of work and it was just like, let me just take a step back and talk to them because I really, really cherish their friendships. And I mean, we talked about memories of Terrence and memories of us hanging out and college memories. And we talked about career goals and moving across the country and what we're working on. It, I mean, the conversation just spanned so much. Um, and I can appreciate that because that lets me know that they value my conversation. I cherish their friendship. Um, and I just love them so much And I know they love me They care about me So like I said Give the people their flowers now Tell your loved ones Your friends Your baby mom Your baby daddy That you love them today Not another day Don't wait So yes Thank y'all so much for understanding And bearing with me I really really just wanted to pay my respects To Christian To Terrence 
um, and all of the other fallen Aggies. So I think we could use a little bit of motivation, a little bit of inspiration after that. I know that was pretty heavy, but always got to honor loved ones and special people and so on and so forth. So Maj moment of the day, of the week, of the year, however long you need it. Um, and this comes from the podcast awards. We'll talk about that in just a second. Um, but the Maj moment is to celebrate the small wins. So a little bit of a backup. I know you guys have been keeping up with my campaign for the podcast awards. So let me tell you how it works. And I'm going to tell you what the status is for Ask Maj podcast. So, um, I kind of compare it to the BET awards. That's how I understand it. But what happens is people, voters, uh, all my fans, my listeners, my supporters, you guys vote to get me into a category. So you make me the nominee. The, uh, there's 10 nominees in each category. So think of it like when you're watching the BET Awards and they have the best new artist category. And there's Megan Thee Stallion, there's Summer Walker, there's the baby, so on and so forth. Um, so people vote to get them in this category. So they make like the top nominee category. Then once the BET Awards comes... Then they announced the winner. So that's kind of like how the podcast awards work. So I ran this full-blown campaign all over social media, and you guys voted me, and I made it to the top 10 in the entertainment category. So I am a final nominee in the entertainment category. And if you visit podcastawards.com, you will see my name listed under the entertainment category. So the award ceremony is September 30th, and that is the day that I will figure out or I will learn if I won in that category. That's the day that we they, they pick the winner. So what happens now is they have this voting committee, ju- committee judges panel, and all that good stuff to vote on um, each podcast in the, in the category, and then they vote on a winner. And again, they announce this winner on September 30th. So for this Maj moment, I thought of Celebrate the Small Wins because obviously they have not announced, you know, the final winners. However, I made it to the slate. And, you know, just thinking about, you know, I started this podcast six, seven, eight months ago. I never would have expected that I would be in the nominee category and, you know, preparing to, you know, potentially receive an award for my podcast. And I, I haven't even been in business that long. But, honey, when you got favor... Oh, my gosh. And so, like I said, although, I, you know, they have not announced the final winners, I am celebrating the fact that I made it to the final slate. And I can say this all day, every day, but thank you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All of my friends, all of my family, my sisters, my uh, supporters, my listeners, my my college folks, all my Aggies, like, Everybody who voted, oh my gosh, if you voted, you reposted, you supported, you listen, you run them streams up, you give me reviews, all of that good stuff. Thank you so much. Like, thank you so much. Words cannot explain. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And obviously, I'm already claiming a victory, honey, because I will manifest something, you know what I'm saying, quicker than you can blink. Um, So I am already claiming a victory that I am going to win in this category. However, I am celebrating the small wins 
to get me there. So I am so excited and I encourage you to do the same. It's like, I know we have these overarching goals, the things that we want to accomplish, but you got to celebrate your progress along the way. So if your goal is to lose a certain amount of pounds, but along the way, maybe one of your smaller goals is to get your mile down to nine minutes or get your mile down to 10 minutes or so on and so forth. Celebrate that. Celebrate yourself. So my moment of this week is to celebrate the small wins. So moving on, today's small black-owned business shout-out goes to Miss Sophia and her business, Save with Sophia. Save with Sophia offers essential services like wireless internet, home phone service, even gas and electricity. These services are backed by some of the industry's top brands, and she's in a position to offer them to you for a great value. Plus... By becoming her customer and paying your bills each month, you are helping feed hungry children right here at home. Sophia also just recently released her first workbook. Her goal is to help individuals save money through mind shifts and bill reductions. Her book, Discover Your Dollars and Restructure Your Riches, is an action-based workbook to focus your, your attention on your money. A few minutes now might help you save money month after month. So let's set aside a little time now to save big later. You can contact her via email. That's save with Sophia. Her name is spelled S-A-F-I-Y-A. That's save with Sophia at gmail.com or on social media at save with Sophia and on LinkedIn, Sophia Parker. And this is so exciting. I feel so special. But if you reach out to her for her services, you can use Ask Maj Pod for a complimentary review. So yes, um, support a black business. Go and save with Sophia, honey, because I know we could use a little bit more dollars. If you're anything like me, you could use some more dollars. So save with Sophia and support a black-owned business. And congratulations to Miss Sophia on her new workbook. That is an amazing, amazing accomplishment. And we are celebrating small wins. Oh, Moving on, let's get into some hot topics, honey. Congratulations are in order to Mr. T.I. and Mrs. Tiny's daughter, Zanique. She announced that her and her boo, Izzy, are expecting, and she announced this news on IG. Miss Khalees also announced on IG that she is also pregnant with baby number three. Uh, she said in her caption, we're adding one more. Happy to announce that I am expecting. So congratulations to Miss Anique and Miss Khalees on their new bundles of joy that are on the way. So I found this very, very interesting. And there were a lot of rumors around this. And they finally confirmed. Common and Tiffany Haddish confirmed that they are dating. And she said in an interview that it's the best relationship she's ever been in. And let me tell you something. I don't know Common, honey, but from the looks of it, I can I can absolutely see why that is the best relationship she's ever been in. Now, that, that relationship is, is very unexpected. I would not have put uh, those two together. Um, and judging from Common's uh, dating history, he's been with Lauren Hill, Erica Badu, Angela Rye, and then Tiffany Haddish. So that that, you know. I don't know his type, but judging from his history, it doesn't seem like his type. But, I mean, you know, if they like it, I love it. <laughs> so, we'll see how long that and how long that lasts. And they both had a lot of positive things to say about each other and about their relationship. So, 
Very, very interesting. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it, it's, it's the fact that the fact that your relationships are failing is because you, you're, you're, you keep going for the same type. So I guess Common decided to step outside of the box and uh, try something new. So hopefully it works out for them. Good luck to Common and Tiffany Haddish on their relationship. So moving on, Jay-Z is launching a new school. He has partnered with uh, Brooklyn's Long Island University, launching the Rock Nation School of Music, Sports, and Entertainment. The school at the university in Brooklyn, New York, will offer undergraduate degrees in music, music technology, entrepreneurship, and production and sports management to generate opportunities for young creatives and business minds. Now, although this sounds like an amazing idea, I'm a little jealous that he's just now doing this. Like, Jay, where were you when it was time for me to go to college? Like, I needed this way back in the day. But it's okay, though. I'm excited for those who are applying and who get accepted. And I'm excited to hear about all that the school has to offer. Moving on. This is interesting. I found this very interesting. Um... Issa Rae and Jordan Peele, and I've been a fan of Issa Rae's work and Jordan Peele's work. Some, some, some of it. It's some of it's a little too deep for me, and some of it's like right, right on the, right on the map. Uh, so they are teaming up for a new movie called Sinkhole. It's a thought-provoking genre movie that engages with questions of female perfection and identity. It's based on Lena Crow's short story about a young family that moves into its dream house despite the gaping sinkhole in the backyard. Issa Rae is expected to start to star in the project and will also produce with Universal and Jordan Peele's Monkey Paw. So, I mean, you know, my next topic is is right on the spot with this one. But, you know, we've seen a lot about, you know, the female identity and this whole feminism movement and so on and so forth. So I'm excited to see, you know, uh, what their vision is with this um, as it relates to, you know, like like I said, female identity and female perfection and so on and so forth. So we before we get into new music, honey, honey, that wop, that wop, honey, that wop. Let me tell you something. First of all, I forgot to say this, but I got into the top 10 of the podcast awards category, entertainment category, because of this good old wop. Work and persistence. Oh, now, Cardi B's and Megan Thee Stallion's wop is a little bit different. Um, so quick review, and then I want to talk a little bit about some of the emerging things that I've seen on social media. So I loved the video. I thought it was so cute. Um, and I love Medi, Meg, okay, I can't get it together. I'm saying, I'm putting their names together, Maggie. Megan and Cardi together. Like, I love their vibe together. They seem like they had such a good time. Like, I, they just seem like they just had so much fun together. Um, and they just, both just seem like such genuine women. Um, so, yes, love the video. And it gave me, like, this Willy Wonka vibes. And I love Willy Wonka. Like, love, love, love Willy Wonka. So, um, I definitely love the video. Um, I loved Meg and Cardi together. And I love the female unity. And I feel like that has been Cardi's mission um, is to really unite, like, female rappers. And, and she has no issue, you know, paying respect, paying honor, and, you know, giving credit where credit is due. So I loved how she kind of included the other female rappers. Um, love the song. It's a little bop. Not sure that I would listen to that, you know, rolling around with the windows down, you know. But uh, I did like the song. I might bump it in, you know, in the house. Or, you know, when the clubs open back up, I might do a little dip when the club opens back up and the song comes back on. But, yeah, so cute little bop, cute little song. So, 
so, some, some, a couple, a couple of things I want to address here about this song and about what I've seen people say. Um, and y'all know I love to play both sides. I have to play devil's advocate. Um, and I, and I like to look at things from an objective point of view. So obviously there's been this talk about how the song is vulgar and, you know, uh, it's nasty and why would they sing about that? And it's just this and it's just that. And they can't believe they would make a song like that. And, you know, so on and so forth. And how can they be that open about sex? And I saw this one post that the, a football player called, called it a song for whores. It, it was a lot. So here's my thing with that. Men have been talking about how, how and what they do to women as it relates to sex openly for years. Hip hop is literally about drugs and sex and women. And let me tell y'all something. I, I can attest to this, okay? And I, I can relate to this and I can admit to that. When I was young, I was singing all the nasty songs as well. I was, you know what I mean? Like, so all the, you know, lick me like a lollipop that Lil Wayne was talking about and slob on my knob like that group was talking about. I can't think of their name. And any anything that you can think of, you know, just turn on any future song, you know what I'm saying? Or any the baby song. Oh my God, like the baby did this, this shout out about, uh, supposedly about this new girl that he's dealing with. Her name is Danny Lay. She's a new artist too. And I mean, he like name dropped her and in the, the lyrics, I just was like, wow, this is how you tell the world you're dealing with her? Like, I, what? You know, bend it over, you know, what, what's the, what's the saying, child? I'm old. Um, face down, ASS up. Come on now. Like, let's be real. We've been listening to this for years about how men have sexualized women. And I feel like nowadays in our generation, it's so, it's so much more open, right? So like, if you think of like 90s R&B and you think about how they talked about sex versus how nowadays we, even in R&B, you know, R&B and hip hop and how men talk about sex is so open. It's extremely vulgar. And I mean, nothing is censored anymore. Like there is no discreetness to it at all. Like whatsoever. Like it's extremely vulgar. Vulgar. And nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about that. I'm sure there has there are millions of songs with WAP in it, okay, that men are rapping about and men are singing about. Millions! And as soon as a woman rapper does it, it's an issue. So I can't say I do feel like it does seem out of the normal because we because we're trained that that's what men do, right? That's what men talk about, and women are not supposed to talk about that. I feel like that's what we've been trained to. So when you hear something like that, it is a little different. Like, ooh, child, like, ooh, that's that's a lot, you know? Oh, whoa, that's a lot, you know? It is a little different. However, it is the same thing that men have been talking about for years, you know? And I think it's just, it's just like wow. It's like now, like I said. A woman does it, and it becomes this big topic, this big debate. And, I mean, that just goes to show how rooted double standards are. Like, wow, 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 wow. I cannot believe, you know, people are calling them all types of names and, and, you know, talking about how they're this and they're portraying this and they're portraying that. But it's okay when the men talk about us like that, but we can't do it? The men say face down, ASS up, and when we talk about WAP, it's an issue? I don't understand. I don't understand. Now, that part I don't necessarily agree with. You don't got to like the song. You don't have to agree with the lyrics or none of that. But if you listen to Future and the Baby and NBA Youngboy and Lil Yachty and Uzi and whoever else out there talking about whatever they talking about, bending it over and doing this and doing that, and she do this to me when I'm sleeping, 
y'all offset said and what's that song um came through dripping he said put it put her on her knee make a lick it i <laughs> just i can't like i y'all need to read the lyrics okay everybody bopping their heads to all these songs read the lyrics and listen to what these rappers are saying about women and what they do to women and the worst part about it is like they say you know i'm a do i do what i do did kick her out i just I can't, like, I cannot. It is crazy to me how people can open their mouths and call Cardi and Megan all these type of names for making a vulgar song when this is what men have made for years. This is what we sing sing to and rap to and, you know, listen to and bop our heads to and be in the clubs to for years, for years. So now when a woman comes out and says the same thing a man says, it's there's an issue or it's too vulgar or she's a whore. I, child... Y'all too much for me. And like I said, I think that, you know, it's a thing where, you know, like I said, double standards are so rooted and women can't win because you have, you have, you know, the, the conservative women who don't get enough attention. Look at, look at like, I wouldn't even consider her conservative, but I'm going to throw Jill Scott out there. You know, and there was this big deba debate when the guy was like, y'all think Jill Scott is attractive, such and such and such and such. And I feel like she's a little bit more on the conservative side when you think about, when you compare her to, you know, Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B, but then when they do it, they're too vulgar. Then you got Beyonce, you know, trying to uplift black people and she doing too much or she did she that it ain't this her braids ugly oh, we can't win like we can't win what is it that you want it's like we can't win I, I like i don't know you have the you have the you know artists that you know are conservative or they don't talk about this stuff or whatever whatever and then they're underrated and then you have these people who are outspoken your megan's and your cardi's who are outspoken and they're too vulgar I, what do y'all want <laughs> what do you want what do you want make up your mind we can't win so, honey, Megan and Cardi, keep talking yo sugar, honey, icy. That's how I feel about it. Keep talking yo sugar, honey, icy. That's the music you want to make, and those are the lyrics you want to rap, honey. Keep talking yo sugar, honey, icy. So that's the first thing. Second thing, I've seen a lot of people, a lot of talk about, you know, they're not good role models. You know, they're, they're not good role models. Let me tell you something. I grew up, first, let me say this, let me say this. You know, and I, I'm a firm believer in this. We got to stop holding celebrities accountable for what we don't believe in. So if you if if there is a celebrity that doesn't practice your Christian beliefs, they don't have to they're not wrong for not practicing your Christian beliefs because they have a bunch of followers. That's not how they that how that works. They are still human and they still believe in what they believe in. They're still going to act on the morals that they have set for themselves. And they are not wrong because they have an influence and they don't uh uh, uh what's the word? Um, not I don't even want to use assimilate, but they don't have the same beliefs as their people, as the people that they influence. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. At the end of the day, you choose your role models, period. I don't think the celebrities choose who they influence. You do that. You choose your role models. And I was going to say, child, when I was when I was young, I hope my mama ain't listening, but we was I was listening to, and me and my friends was listening to grown music. Child, that, all your ladies pop yoke like this. I was listening to it, and I was singing every word. I know every word to that song. And I turned out fine, okay? I turned out fine. So I think it's about, for one, separating your morals from what, you know, you don't agree with in their music, number one. And it's about choosing your role models wisely. And again, it goes back to what I said about, you know, holding celebrities accountable. Celebrities ain't got to be your role model. And if they do, you can choose, like, aspects of their life. Like, okay, my, my role model is such and such because I love how she worked her way up from, you know, 
this to having a, she was a single mom and then she worked her way up to becoming a famous actor and now she has 10 Emmys. Not that she made a song about WAP, you know what I'm saying? Or she's twerking in the music video. You could choose an aspect of their life that you respect, you know, even if you don't necessarily believe in their morals and that could be a model for a goal that you have. Stop holding these celebrities accountable because they don't believe in what you believe in. You choose your role models. Stop it. Stop it. And like I said, there's, you know, it, again, it's it's about your own decisions. It's about your own choices. And you choose what path you take. You know, it could be me and Sally over here who was both listening to all your ladies pop your pee like this. We were both listening to it, and one could be, you know, on a bad path, and I could be on a good path. Or I could have went that way, and she could have went the good way. It, it's about your own decision. Stop blaming these celebrities for how these women turn out. I think either way, I get it. You know, those are the influences, so on and so forth. But train up a child in the way that they should go. It starts in the home. Oh, all right. It starts in the home. Now, I ain't got kids, but, I, you know, it starts in the home. And so lastly, last point that I want to make about this. Um, you know, I saw a lot of, a lot of, you know, talk about being sexually liberated, women being sexually liberated. And, you know, I saw a lot of women saying like, and this is where I play devil's advocate here. Um, I saw a lot of women saying like, uh, you know, we should be able to feel sexually liberated, you know, without people having something to say. Da -da 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 -da. Such and such and such and such and such. So here's my thing. Honey, if you like it, I love it. You want to be sexually liberated. You want to be liberated in whatever way. You are a feminist. You believe women should be equal to men. So, honey, so be it, honey. Believe in what you want and speak your truth, okay? Speak your beliefs. Speak your truth. However, however, we got to be realistic. You cannot do something that is out of the norm and expect people to not say something. That is never going to happen. Women are always going to, to, to catch black. So I think at the end of the day, it's one of those things where you have to, again, speak your truth, live in your truth, act your truth, walk in your truth, all of that, and don't worry about what people have to say. Don't even respond to it. Don't even respond to it. You know what I'm saying? And I, I hate to use this reference, but Megan Thee Stallion says in one of her songs, you know, it's 2020, I ain't finna argue about twerking. Okay, sis, respect. Do you. At the end of the day, stop responding to people who have stuff to say. They're always gonna have something to say. Whether you are super conservative or whether you're outspoken and sexually liberated, whether you're completely, you know, working to be equal to a man or you're sub completely submissive to a man, whether you play the gender role or you don't play the gender role, whether you pay a 50-50 for a vacation or whether you, you ain't paying for nothing for the vacation, you expect him to pay for it. There's always going to be something to, that has to be said. My advice to you is don't let anybody's opinions influence your truth period. You know, I'm all about being open to other people's perspectives and learning something new and just, like I said, being open to new mindsets. However, live in your truth, honey. Believe in your truth. Carry your truth. Walk in your truth. And stop worrying about what other people got to say. You will never be sexually liberated 100% without somebody having something to say. Never. So stop getting on Twitter like, I wish I would stop saying this. I wish I was. Girl, stop even arguing with them. If that's your truth, honey, walk in it. If you want to go to the club with everything hanging out, you want to go to the club naked, honey, walk in your truth, okay? If you like it, I love it. Stop worrying about what people got to say. Stop looking around and see if people are looking. You walk in your truth because that's your truth. You There will never be 100%, I guess, feminism or whatever you want to say or that we're completely liberated or completely equal or completely sexually liberated and somebody ain't got something to say. Never. It's not going to happen. So, honey, walk in your truth and let the haters say what they got to say without you responding. Next caller. Okay.
And that's all I got to say about that. Drops mic. Okay. Moving on to new music. Honey, Tony Braxton came back with a vengeance. Do you hear me? She just dropped her new single, Do It, who peaked to that peaked to number one on the Billboard Adult R and B Airplay chart. Okay. Um, that and her new uh day, her new new okay, I can't let me get together. I'm all up worked worked up about WAP, okay? Uh but she also dropped another single called Dance. Um, and she dropped a visual with that. Tony, Tony Braxton is on the go, honey. Um, and again, her album is supposed to come out August 28th. It's called Spell My Name. NBA Youngboy shared some behind-the-scenes uh, visuals uh, with Nicki Minaj with her big pregnant belly. She looks so cute. So it looks like they have a collaboration in the works. No details, no further de- details have been shared about that. Um, Sierra just dropped a new flyer. Um, announcing a new single that she has coming out called Rooted fe- featuring Esther Dean. And when I heard that, I was like, Esther Dean, Esther Dean, Esther Dean. What, what, what that rings a bell? Child, that's the girl that sang the song, uh, Drop a Drop a Loger, Drop a Drop a Loger, with Chris Pearl. I said, Child, I ain't heard from her in a minute. So this should be interesting. Uh, the single should drop, it's supposed to drop on Thursday, August 13th. I think that's Thursday. So, yes, keep a sh- uh, lookout for that. And I'm excited for Sierra to make some new music. She's just been doing her mom thing and focusing on her family. And I just absolutely love it. She's so beautiful. And I'm so excited to hear this new single. Now, on today's segment of Shine, Black Girl Shine, this is like my favorite segment. Uh, Miss Cori Bush, she's an HBCU alumna. Alumna. Child, that be killing me, honey. HBCU alumna. Uh, she is slated to become the first black woman to represent Missouri in Congress. Honey, first black woman just, it just does something, honey. It just sends chills down my spine, honey. First black woman, honey. Now, that's a title. Uh, here's another first black woman, Miss Nia DaCosta. Uh, she directed the Candyman reboot um, with all the black people. Um, and she is going to be directing the sequel to Captain Marvel. This makes her the first black woman. Ooh, come on, first. I need, I need like a little, like something to happen. When first, I might have to put like a little sound effect when I say first black woman. She's the first black woman to direct a Marvel movie, taking over for Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck, who directed first Captain Marvel. Uh, the movie is set to release July eighth, twenty twenty two. Moving on, Miss Kiko Davis. She is the only black female bank owner in the U.S. She is the trustee of Donald Davis Living Trust, the majority stockholder of the 10th largest black bank in the U.S., First Independence Bank. She said in an interview, taking risks is a necessary step to success. Without risks, there can be no reward. Mistakes? Go ahead and make them. Your mistakes will bring invaluable knowledge that will ultimately become your strategy for winning. Go ahead, Miss Davis, honey. Uh, and uh, back to Miss Megan Thee Stallion, honey. She announced that she is a new Revlon Global Ambassador. And that's super exciting for her because I know Megan uh, brags a lot about how she does her own makeup, which I absolutely love. So I think this is like spot on, so on brand. So shout out to Megan Thee Stallion. Honey, speaking of that bag, honey, Miss Kiki Palmer. She's on a roll. I absolutely love it. Uh, Disney Plus announced that Kiki Palmer is set to voice the 14-year-old activist Maya, I'm going to just call her Maya Jenkins, Maya Lebowitz, I think that's how you say it, Lebowitz Jenkins, um, in the Disney Plus revival series, The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. Uh, This 
uh, her character was the first character to be announced for the upcoming original series. Uh, Kiki is also set to host the 2020 VMAs. That is so exciting. Um, and that is set to premiere August 30th. She wrote on Twitter, I heard y'all was tired of 2020. Let's go back to 2008. Join me as I host the 2020 VMAs on August 30th on MTV. So shout out to Kiki Palmer. And moving right on, Miss Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys has just announced an upcoming partnership with Elf Cosmetics to collaborate on a new vegan, cruelty-free beauty line set to debut in 2021. Okay, Miss Keys. Uh, I see you getting off the keys and moving into another endeavor. Uh, and lastly, you know, I got to bring it back home, bring it back to the neighborhood, bring it back to our, the regular folk down here. Miss Jasmine Bowers. She has made history to become the first black, ooh, child, I love that, first black person and woman to earn a doctorate in computer science from the University of Florida. The CompSci doc doctoral program has the highest number of black women faculty among computer science departments. Go ahead, Ms. Bow. Oh, 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 oh. It's did I read that doctorate? Dr. Bowers. I love it. Absolutely love it. So, yes, that is your dose of Maj for today. Thank y'all so much for listening, and I will catch y'all on Let the next the episode. Mic. Honey, I've got something to uh, say. Uh, hey, Ooh, I like that. Can uh, you turn that up for uh, me? But you know, Mash for short. <laughs> Axe Mash.